I'm Dr. Michael Latola. And I'm Megan Strong. Quit trying to convince that patient they're numb. It's time for Chairside Live. Welcome to Chairside Live, Lucky Episode 13. Megan, how are you? Doing well, how are you? I'm doing great, thank you. We've got an interesting case of the week for you today. It's a Bruxer bridge that a doctor prepared and sent in to us. We made a bridge, sent it back, and the doctor didn't like how it fit or how it looked and took another impression and sent that back. And we'll take a closer look at that impression because I'm not sure this one's going to work, but we'll see what that doctor maybe could have done a little bit differently to get a better result. But before we get to that, let's go to Megan and the news. Two Florida men were recently arrested for attempting to sell a stolen x-ray machine from a dental office. The men were hired to clean the office after the dental business moved out. They found the panoramic dental x-ray machine, valued at $30,000, and put it on Craigslist and eBay and listed it at $20,000. The owner was moving the business and removed all of the office equipment, but left the x-ray machine to be picked up by a hired company. Before she could have them come out to get it, the machine disappeared. Several weeks later, she found it for sale on the internet and contacted authorities. Investigators set up a sting and went to look at the machine, pretending to be a potential buyer, and arrested the men on the spot. They are charged with grand theft in dealing in stolen property. Oh, I love a good sting operation. And uh, my favorite ones are always the ones where they, they're always able to get all the deadbeat dads together. They offer them free Raider tickets. And then when they show up uh, to get their tickets, uh, they Surprise. all arrested, yeah, right, right. on the spot. And this is the same kind of thing where the, a cleaning crew goes in. I got it, you know, a Panorex x-ray machine is pretty huge. You yeah, know, that's this, what I was thinking. How could they even get it out of there? Yeah, a little thought had to go into it. It's way more involved than even stealing like an ATM uh, machine or something like that. So they needed a dolly, some sort of moving equipment. And then as a non-dentist to put this Panorex machine on Craigslist mm -hmm. and eBay, uh, is, is pretty hilarious. I guess it has a happy ending because it sounds like the dentist was able to recover the machine, but it sounds like some goofy plot you would see in a movie right. and you go, that's just too stupid to even believe. But uh, I don't know, I guess crooks are always gonna stretch what we think is possible. Anything else? Yes. The only thing flashier than the gold medal hanging around American Olympic swimmer Ryan Lochte's neck is the grill sparkling in his mouth. After winning the men's 400-meter individual medley swimming event on July 28th, fans were mesmerized by the red, white, and blue diamond-encrusted grill he was wearing. For those of you wondering, a grill is a decorative covering for one or more teeth. Grills were made popular by hip-hop and rap artists and are most often decorated with jewels. Before you run out to go get one, the ADA offers a bit of guidance. They say they're perfectly okay if the grill is made of safe materials, they fit properly, you don't wear them constantly, and you keep them clean. They can cause irritation and even move your teeth, so be sure to speak with your dentist before getting your grill on. Yeah, I saw that. In fact, I saw um, John McEnroe was, was doing um, an interview with Ryan Lochte at his house. And in addition to, this guy had a closet the size, you know, it was bigger than some of the things I've seen like on the Real Housewives of the OC. It was mm -hmm. huge. And there was probably literally 50 or 60 pairs of tennis shoes in there, for example. And then there was a uh, little table in the middle where he had a bunch of accessories and he had uh, 20 or 30 grills wow. sitting there. And that, that's a big investment to have all those uh, grills made. And so, I don't know, it seems maybe a little disrespectful at that time when you've won a gold medal to sure. pop a grill into your mouth. Makes a little more sense if maybe the whole swim team gets together and does a, uh, a rap video together right. and you put one on there. But. Uh, it seems like the years, I don't know, it was probably 2008, 2009 when I got asked to make a couple of grills, but it seems like it's slowed down a little bit since then. Made one for my grandmother and haven't made another one 
since then, so maybe this fad is something that's ending and probably better that way. Right. That it just kind of goes away. All right, let's go ahead and take a look at the case of the week. On this case, we have a doctor who has requested a Bruxer bridge for this three-unit posterior bridge, which is a uh, good selection in terms of material. Um, as long as it doesn't violate the rule of 27, something that we covered in a previous edition of Chairside Live, and actually just looking at this, uh, and not seeing the digital scan, but just looking at it, it looks like there will not be a violation of the rule of 27. So, uh, in fact, I know that we did make a bridge for this case that you'll see in just a second. So it did not violate the rule of 27. But um, a couple of my little pet peeves here that um, have been violated, and the first one's on, on this molar is the, is the lack of a buildup here. And I've heard doctors say, oh, I don't really you know, believe in buildups, and, and I'm not sure what that means. Um, this isn't Santa Claus or the Easter Bunny. This isn't you know, something where you can believe in it or not and believe in it. I guess what they, they mean to say is they don't think it's gonna do much good, but if I, I take a perioprobe and, and measure here on the distal wall from where I think the margin is, we've got you know, just barely two millimeters at most of two structure back here on the distal of this molar. And had we had the opportunity to build that up, uh, we could certainly have a better vertical height on this wall and a better chance of retaining this bridge long term. It's also very short on the distal buckle as well. So I, we see a lot of preparations that come in like this where either the dentist just wants it based out or we're just going to build the bridge down there. But we lose a lot of retention and we have higher retention requirements for the distal abutment of this bridge than we would if this was just a single unit crown on its own where a strong cement, something like um, Ceramer by Doxa that actually bonds to the Bruxer material might hold it on. But when we're talking about a bridge, now all of a sudden we've got some higher retention uh, requirements because we have to be able to hold on for this tooth uh, as well. So that's one issue. The second issue is um, when the bridge was tried in and the doctor actually sent the bridge back and aesthetically um, he didn't like how it fit between the pontic or the patient didn't like how it looked between the pontic and the tissue itself. So we're doing a soft tissue model on it. We asked the doctor for a new impression uh, and this is the impression that we got back. And of course my issue with this is that a double arch tray was used uh, for a three unit bridge. And that's definitely something where we try to uh, get doctors to take separate impressions. Uh, we would like a, a separate full arch uh, upper impression, a separate lower one. Um, this will work, but it's just difficult in this full arch, double arch impression to tell whether or not the patient's in maximum uh, intercuspation. So as far as the tray goes, um, I'd prefer you know, a metal tray instead of a plastic one just because of the flexibility of the material and how the material has, uh, can flex and twist uh, inside of this plastic tray. So it's not as stiff as we'd like it to be. And then somehow on the other side, um, I don't know if the syringe material ran out, uh, but we're gonna need a new opposing impression because this uh, is not gonna be enough material. We just got some few indentations here uh, of the teeth on the opposing model. And uh, that's not gonna be quite good enough for us to, to go forward and be able to use um, this impression. So even though I'm a huge, huge fan of the double arch impression technique, I love it for single unit crowns and I love it for two adjacent crowns. Uh, for a three unit bridge like this, I'm gonna wanna use a metal tray to prevent distortion. And I'm just gonna take a full upper 
uh, impression and then a full separate lower one. It could even be in an alginate substitute material uh, or alginate if you wanted to and not necessarily polyvinyl. And then a good interocclusal uh, bite record between those two prep teeth, just those two prep teeth and the opposing teeth. And I feel that's really a better way to be able to represent that. You can see that we've already got some soft tissue material uh, in here so we can get better adaptation for that modified ridge lap ponic that we're going to do uh, for this Bruxer bridge. So we are going to need a new um, opposing from the doctor. You can see there's kind of a big uh, bubble right here as well. And so when we look at this new model, you can see that we do in fact have this bubble here that's going to really need to be removed. In fact, if we contrast that with how it looked the first time, you can see um, that it's a less accurate impression uh, for us to go in and try to remove that little bleb and do it again. So probably what we should do uh, is just get a, an altogether new impression uh, from the doctor, a new opposing, uh, a new prep arch impression as well, and with an accurate bite registration between the two and our ability to hand articulate it, uh, using a soft tissue model, we should be able to give the doctor and the patient a Bruxer bridge they're both going to be happy with. That about wraps it up for this week's edition of Chairside Live. On behalf of myself, Megan, and everybody here at the laboratory, I want to thank you for your time and your continued commitment to quality dentistry. We'll see you next time. That looks like not full, sort of. <laughs> but I don't know. Hold on. It's a little scary too since it's non-carbonated and there's a hiss. <laughs> <laughs> just kidding. I just figured James was rolling on me.